0: Oh lele, moli ba
1: makasi. Oh lele, oh lele, moli ba makasi. Buka, Buka, oh lele, lele moli ba makasi. Boka, Boka kanaye, Boka nae. Moca Moca Cassa, moka moka Naye, Moca Moca Cassa, Moca Moca Cassa, Moca oh, ya, 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 oh, oh, ya, oh, ya, oh, 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 l'élé oh, Oh, lélé,
0: moliba, makassi.
2: One, Chapter 7 of Chinua Achebe's Things Fall Apart. Three years have passed, and in Okonkwo's household, Ikemafuna has become like an older brother to Nwoye. Okonkwo is pleased by the influence Ikemafuna has on Nwoye, whom he wants to grow into a tough young man capable of ruling his father's household. Nwoye seeks to prove himself, and grumbles about women when they ask him to do chores. Okonkwo is proud of this attitude because a male clan member is not really a man if he doesn't control women and children with an iron fist. In his hut, Okonkwo tells the boys violent, bloody stories. Moye prefers his mother's stories, which have a moral, but he stays with his father to please him. While Okonkwo and the boys are working together, locusts descend and settle everywhere. Locusts only rarely appear, and they're considered a delicacy. Ezeudu, the old warrior and orator, stops by as Okonkwo and the boys are eating locusts. He privately tells Okankwo that the oracle has ordered the clan to kill Ikemefuna, and he cautions Okankwo not to play a role in this death, because the boy calls you his father. Okonkwo tells Ikemefuna he's being taken home. When Nwoye cries at the news, his father beats him. Walking through the forest with Okonkwo and the clansmen, Ikemafuna feels uneasy, but he's comforted by the fact that Okonkwo was there. When the men begin to cut him down with their machetes, he calls out to Okonkwo, who goes to him and strikes the final blow. Upon Okonkwo's return home, his family realizes what has happened and Moya is devastated. Thinking about Ikemafuna's fate, he recalls a memory of the evil forest. He heard the cry of twins who were left in the forest to die, and something inside him had given way. Okonkwo's return from Ikemafuna's execution gives Noye the same feeling. This chapter opens with the positive change that Ikemafuna's presence has caused in Okonkwo's family. Ikemafuna has become a role model for Noye in a way that Okonkwo has never been, and his influence helps the younger boy mature we see also that Noye has become more masculine. When locusts appear in chapter seven, it it is as though a shadow fell on the world and the sun seemed hidden behind a thick cloud. The shadow of the locusts evokes a metaphor for European colonialism. There's a contrast here between the darkness that announces their arrival and the joy people have in seeing and eating them. Okonkwo's fear of being viewed as weak forces him into action he regrets, participating in Ikimafuna's murder. Earlier in the novel, Ikimafuna was described as a sacrifice and ill-fated. That foreshadowing now comes to pass. Despite not being able to look when the initial blow is struck, Okonkwo strikes the final blow because he is afraid of being thought weak. His true weakness and excessive concern with how others see him overrides his affection for his adopted son. The chapter ends on this ominous note of betrayal and hints at deeper change to in noyer.
3: Story time on the Doctor Beds podcast. <laughs> Same to so to the same so to same so so I'm the same to Bunku, Bunku, you I am
2: In part one, chapter eight of Chinua Achebe's Things Fall Apart. Okonkwo does nothing but drink wine for two days. He calls for Nwoye to sit with him, but his boy is afraid, and he slips away from his father when Okonkwo dozes off. But Okonkwo still can't escape the thoughts of Ikemafuna. Azima brings food to Okonkwo and sits with him while he eats. He hasn't eaten in two days. As he looks at his ten-year-old daughter, Okonkwo wishes that Ezinma were a boy. Okonkwo visits his friend Obeirika and tells him he's worried His children do not resemble him. Obeirika reasons that the children are still young. The two men discuss Hikimafuna's murder. Obeirika declined to participate, and he asks why Okonkwo took part in the killing of his own son. The two of them are informed of the death of some elderly people in the clan. Okonkwo soon feels better and believes his problem is an unoccupied mind. Later, Okonkwo returns to Obeirika's compound, where a ceremony is taking place to set the bride price for Obirika's daughter. The bride price is the amount of money a family will pay to obtain Obirika's daughter as a bride for their son. During this betrothal ceremony, the men drink wine and negotiate the price using broomsticks to symbolize their offers and counteroffers. When the negotiations are over, Okonkwo and the others discuss customs of other clans that they consider outlandish. They laugh at the stories of white men, beings with skin white as chalk who walk on feet with no toes, referring to their shoes. The men doubt the existence of these beings. They've heard of them, but have never actually seen them. One jokingly compares white men to lepers because the Ebo term for leprosy translates to white skin. This chapter deals with the emotional aftermath of Ikemafuna's murder. Okonkwo drinks to escape, but cannot shake his guilt. Eizinma's presence comforts him. He sees in his daughter a strength that is missing in his other children, except Ikimafuna. This disturbing realization reawakens his guilt. Okonkwo's connection with Nwoye is clearly broken. While Nwoye comes to Okonkwo when he's called for, he leaves as soon as possible, showing fear and growing resentment toward his father. Obeirika seems an unlikely companion for Okonkwo. Although they're the same social and economic level, Obeirika doesn't feel the same compulsion toward aggressive masculinity. He openly disagrees with Okonkwo's killing of Ikemafuna. The first time the novel introduces white men is in the context of disbelief and outlandish stories. But the comparison to lepers, people with a disease that causes skin sores and nerve damage, is apt. White men will soon prove real and will destroy the villagers' culture just as leprosy destroys its victims.
3: Every time on the Dr. Beds podcast. <laughs> Si 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 nanako Ta 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 yunai you back our a and 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 as not the same soul, they sue. i the same soul, ko tada bonku bonku so bonku to bonku ta president e janasin yunai ba tonen ka ba kum mira wa so